And welcome back to your favorite podcast featuring your favorite host of all time. This is the Marking Out Network featuring Dean Walker. I'm your boy Cordell, a.k.a. Smoke. Hey guys, it's Neil Pretty Boy Thomas here. Yo, Smoke is back in the building, Back in the... Baby. Woo, man, we missed you, Smoke, man. It feels like you've been gone forever, bro. I know, I know. I, I needed a little vacation I can from see, I can see the tan coming in. <laughs> wow oh what, man you can't see him right off over the there? bat huh he's well, right off dude. the bat wow he's sun-kissed he had a he had to make it awkward right off. oh man yeah uh, i mean at least it's better than the than the usual uh noises he makes with his mouth yes that is better you guys don't like that no we don't i have a cup of coffee right here oh man we're bringing that back huh oh shit here we go oh man <sighs> that's a good cup of coffee oh shit Not i stole bad. your mind is a good cup of coffee. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Didn't like it last year. Don't like it this year. Anyway, it's true that. One, true that true let's that. let's it, move forward. It sold almost on. a million t-shirts last year. Oh, Get wow. yours exclusively. I, I, at I the didn't get paid for any of that, by Does the way. Does the coffee make you denial, too? Um. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> so, anyway. Okay. No. Any um, hoozles? What is on the agenda for today, fellas? Yeah, yeah we can't be joking too much. This yeah, we got to get, get serious here, guys. Everybody's business. Smoke, sit down. What? Sit what? down. We have to be serious right now. Why are you standing up? <laughs> Dude, you're standing up every episode. I can't. I don't. God damn. He's doing jumping jacks over there. You hear him? No. Well, you hear no. Him? No, People I don't. People who know me definitely know I'm not doing no fucking jumping jacks, <laughs> but okay. All right. Um, no. So we want to discuss what if the the cons, Tony Khan, AEW, what if they buy out WWE? That would be Ooh. quite something. Smoke. I got to tell you right now, man, when I first heard that, I was like, it's got to be a joke, right? Just like the Saudi Arabia thing was earlier in the week. So I'm on I'm on Twitter quite a bit, man. I'm representing the Marking Out Network. I'm, you know, I'm out there trying to engage with other people, you know, try to put it out there. Yeah, I have too much time on your hands. It's way too much time on my hands. Mm-hmm. And literally in real time, when I was looking at Twitter feeds, it was like, oh, this information kept leaking that Saudi Arabia... Uh, was going to buy WWE and people were freaking the fuck out. And I'm like, take a step back and pause, man, because these leaks were coming out. And it's just like, where's this information coming from? We don't even know. And like all this big information is going to come out. And Saudi Arabia, then all the memes started dropping. Everybody was freaking out. I was like, oh, half the roster is going to quit and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, where does information come from? I have no idea. People were in straight up panic fucking mode over the course of i would say several hours and everybody that actually had credible sources and was in the knowledge in the know were like hey pump your brakes this is probably not going to happen and turns out the next day it was like ultra quiet on twitter and everybody saying that saudi arabia was going to buy wwe it never happened it probably will never it's never going to happen even though it'd be really fucking weird and you know people were saying well what's going to happen to Sami Zayn and all that kind of stuff like i don't fucking know man like it was jumping the gun, you know, times 10 uh, people's reactions. And I kind of hated it. So I didn't really want to jump on the bandwagon and be like, oh, this is going to happen. This is going to be uh, it's going to be the downfall of WWE and professional wrestling as, as we know it, because that was actually the case. Now, when it comes to the cons buying WWE, it's almost like if they actually do buy it, it would be bad for business because then it, every the wrestling business would be under one umbrella again, and that wouldn't be a good thing because you don't want one 
company kind of being a monopoly or conglomerate over one thing and i think it would be bad actually it wouldn't it wouldn't work out i mean tony khan has got his hands full with aw ring of honor and having the whole entire wwe roster under him to manage that now too it, it would be too much it wouldn't make any sense i mean granted you would have you know fantasy matchups galore but i think practicality wise it wouldn't it wouldn't work out and i don't want to see one wrestling company dominate the entire united states because then there's again there's no competition and that wouldn't be good for anybody it wouldn't be good for business especially independent wrestlers they generally they would only have one place to go and now you really have two places to go and it, it would just it would be bad for the entire business even though a lot of aw marks would want to see that actually happen and WWE get bought and vice versa, WWE buying AEW. But I don't know. My personal opinion, I don't know what you guys think about that, but I think it would be bad for wrestling in general. You could think about, I mean, what if you see, kind of like when the WCW invasion happened. I mean, getting to see all these dream opponents, dream matches. But we could do that for a pay-per-view, though. You know uh, what I'm saying? Kind of like what Smoke always says, you know, WrestleMania. I I personally think that everyone just kind of acted like a bunch of little kids when the news came out about Saudi Arabia. Ain't no fucking way WWE was going to sell their company to them. But can you put it past Vince McMahon for doing something like that? No. No. No, that was not. That is stupid. That is stupid. Anybody, and I would think that these, these grown adults would know that he would not sell his company to Saudi Arabia. You can't put it past them though, man. Yes, he, I can. Because it's, it's some just to make a buck, idiot. man. Just he, to make a buck. He, he is would do not it. an he idiot. He would sell his soul to the devil himself, which I think he did, he by the way. He's not an idiot. You would have to think you have to think long term. But you got to think he business know, wise. He knows not that would be that would ruin his business. Exactly. Think business wise. That would ruin his business. That oh, would it would. It would definitely everything. kill it. It would While kill it. He I knew damn well he was never gonna sell to no Saudi Arabia. That was just fucking buffoonery. It, it could still happen. It could. I mean, we don't know if That's it was, not was it fully denied or was it just kind it's, of. It's not going to happen. Again, I don't know where that information came from. It seemed out of, out of left field. I made an episode about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I, I mean, just, what the fuck? I just don't think that that's anything that's going to happen. And then you got to think about it. Vince McMahon is no fool. I know we may not like things that he does. We may not like a lot of things that he does, but he's no fool. Now, now this is really good. Now that you're here this week. Are you thinking the way that we think from what we created when you were on vacation? Do you think Vince McMahon is going to do anything with creative? Or do you think he is solely there just to sell and he's going to bounce? How do you feel about it? I think he's going to have a say-so in creative. But from what I I read and heard, uh, Triple H has the final Mm say-so when it comes to creative. They had the talent meeting on Friday, I think before SmackDown, I believe. And they said that Vince McMahon was not going to be part of creative. So that's nothing you have to worry about. And he was only there to facilitate a TV deal and the sale of WWE potentially. So and that that's might be, what they say. And that and might like, be just his part. And that, I'm like, bullshit. That might be just his part. Bullshit. That yeah. might be. But but let's, let's What's let's, stopping him from going to Triple H's office? You know, like, you know what? You got the Rumble planned out. You got Mania planned out. I don't like any of that. I'm nixing everything, man. Because you can think about it. Like, what if, what if the way that Vince is going to say it is, listen, I'm not going to change creative, but... Uh, these TV deals and 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 selling the business, they 
they don't like these people. They think it's weighing down the company. We have to we have to fire them. We need more Lesnar. Exactly. So I feel like he could easily weasel his way back. Oh, into of course. This. What's there's nothing preventing due him. to the quote unquote business sale. You yeah. Know? So, and and you know what's best for business. That's what's Vince. That's what Vince is known for. So that's that's kind of my theory. Is he maybe not directly creative? Like he's not going to sit at the creative meetings. He's not going to be at his notepad. It's all going to be what's best for business. We have to get rid of these people, and then our sale price goes up. Can I ask you guys something? Go ahead. Please tell me what. Please tell me what Triple H and Creative have done since they've taken over WWE. Ooh, you actually make a good point. Uh, you're, you're, I know what you're trying to get at. You're saying what has improved since Triple H has taken I, over. I, right? I just really want to know because everyone keeps saying this, and I'm like, what has changed? It's like, not as drastic as people we, think. No, we it's had not. a bunch of returnees who have done absolutely. Shit. Was yeah. uh, uh Jonah uh Bronson Reed was he featured at all since he came back? I who? think he's had one match that, maybe. I was just about to ask you who? Bronson Reed? <laughs> oh, big guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was like um, the the helper for Miz. Oh. I just I think I obviously me and a lot of people we can all agree it's better. Um from what standpoint? From when Vince ran it, it's better. I mean, we're not the match seeing, qualities. Yeah, we're not are, are seeing better. the uh, matches are better. Lesnar go over on every match. We're not seeing Goldberg come back and defeat you know a high end superstar. We're not we're not seeing the same old redundant ass storylines or you know a lot more chaos goes on, a lot more excitement goes on or backstage. The name changes. Like, we'll see. Yeah, name, name changes. changes. Okay, so I will give you guys that when the name changes stopped. Um, uh, the Ricochet push, the Gunther push. That wouldn't be Vince. Storytelling was wise. getting the push before Vince left. No, well, so they didn't revert his name back to Walter. But Gunther, he came back. Uh, he lost his Imperium guys, and he was dressed in red. And I don't think he was. He would not be Intercontinental Champion right now if Vince was in. Well, Vince is technically in charge, but not in charge of creative. He would not have this good run that he's having right now. Ricochet would definitely. He'd not be, be jo- where he yeah, is. Yeah, he'd be jobbing left and right to every big guy that he comes across. So yeah, it's yeah. just like that. That wasn't going to be it. The Charlotte thing. That that seems like a Vince yeah, to me. That's that's a Vince move right yeah. there. I feel like Charlotte coming back after seven months being away and winning the SmackDown Women's Title in two fucking minutes. I mean, that seems like uh, oh shit, Ron, Ronda Rousey sucks. We need to do something. Charlotte, where are you at? Win the title, and then we'll just figure out the rest well, later. Well, yeah, because yeah. I mean, nobody else was doing anything. Yeah, I wish I could, live. I wish I can give credit, uh, but some guy was like, he was saying kind of what you were saying. He said this. It's it's kind of a weird thing that Vince randomly came back, and now at the same time, Ronda Rousey, who is a who is uh, one of Triple H's girls, right? Yeah, loses her belt super quick to Charlotte Flair. I mean, this has Vince written all over it. It didn't seem so. Like is it something- a coincidence that this happened as soon as Vince came back? You know, and then well, I, I don't know because that's uh, uh, that is a good point. Let's be honest here; she has not gotten the best feedback at all. Mm-hmm. You talking and, about Charlotte? No, I'm talking no, about Rousey. Ronda. She's oh, been Ronda. Rousey. She has okay. not gotten the best feedback at all. You can say she has as, so. as being champion. Hold on, so hold on. you could say she had a lousy title reign. Lousy Rousey. Yeah. So um, I'm so sorry. She, yeah, uh, no, it's actually pretty good. I like that. I'll give you that one. I'll no, give you that uh, one. Create a hashtag <laughs> for it. Hey producer, <laughs> yeah, I'll, wait, I'll give you that one. Hey uh, producer T, can you create a hashtag for lousy Rousey? Thank you. Yeah. All right. <sighs> Smoke. You were saying. <laughs> As I was saying, 
She has not stepped up to the plate and really gotten over with the crowd. Yeah. Or the networks, I believe. And I think they needed a change and they needed it immediately. And I think Charlotte was like, hey, I'm off vacay. vacay. I'm coming back. And they're like, perfect, because we have been drowning. Yes, exactly. And then they just brought her back in. I think they're waiting for – they knew Charlotte was going to come back, but I think they're waiting for the right time and under the right circumstances. And that was the perfect opportunity. We We already went through Liv Morgan once. I don't think we're going back down that road we again. We don't need to. Raquel, not quite there yet. I think you still got to build her up a little more, but we could talk about them a little later. Yeah, but the Ronda Rousey thing, I feel like it it was a failure, and you could tell by her match quality. It was like one and two star matches, and she was a – you know what's funny too because I wanted her to succeed. I wanted her to be good, but every time you feel like, all right, this is the opportunity to finally have a good match and have a good performance, it was a letdown. And you can't have a champion doing that because you got to think about all the other female champions um, that are doing actually really good work. Bianca Belair. Yeah. The Bianca Belairs, the Jamie Haters, the Tony Storms. I mean, uh, you can go on and on and on. And she's kind of the worst champion of the bunch. And so something had to be done. And so I was just think. So I just think like like we were saying, the overall picture is we just can't just say this him being back has him being gone has been such a difference because it really hasn't but has it been better i'm gonna say yes it's even been, though it's been it's kind of dreadful better. at times yeah it's been better but it hasn't been anything to brag about no it hasn't so uh-huh. i mean i think when people say that i think i think you gotta you gotta show me the difference you gotta really show me the difference, and uh, and I'm I'm still waiting to see that. Because I think Smoke, you're you're expecting a drastic change, weren't you? I was expecting a drastic change you, by the way people were were acting and on you know the internet and stuff like that. How yeah. angry they were. But that's based on our expectations. Because yes. then we're disappointed because we think uh, a certain storyline or a certain wrestler should get pushed, and when they don't, we're upset. But that's our own expectations. That's not necessarily what's going to happen, and that's our problem. It's not. Oh, the, of course, you should yeah. never. You should. I, I actually read this tweet from a uh, television producer once. You should never make decisions based on what the fans want. Oh, of course not. Everyone no. is fickle. Everyone changes their mood, but like everyone is night and day. Everyone yep. changes their mood. You might take consideration of certain things, but you don't take the. You never make changes based on what the fans want. No, of course not. So, because if because think about it, if they make one million happy, they made five million angry. Oh yeah, without a doubt. So it's not. It's it's it, it, it's touch and go. And the thing is, with wrestling fans, I know we're kind of getting off the topic here, but. Um, we're very fickle. You know, hey, push McIntyre. We want him to win the championship. Oh, he's WWE champion? Uh, you're boring now. You tell too many stories. We're, re- we're me- ready to move on. And then I think that's that happens way too much nowadays, especially because with social media and stuff like that. One one week you're hot. One week you're not. We're ready to move on to the next thing. And, and as a wrestler, it's got to be kind of frustrating to think from their point of view, too. And it's just like, man, like... You have all the support, the chase, and then when you finally become champion, it ends. But, uh, man, what do you think about all this there, Dean? Vince McMahon, it wasn't that great. I mean, it hasn't been that great with Triple H, but it's been better. But I think with Vince, he, he seems like he's waiting in the shadows to me, right? Don't you feel that way? Mm-hmm. He's waiting for the right time to be like, I honestly, man, I was I was 
dreadful. I thought when Steph, we didn't even talk about Stephanie McMahon, and and it's that wasn't that a shocker for you guys too, Stephanie McMahon leaving. It, I was shocked. It was, but wasn't because it, she stepped down a little while ago. She did, and then when Vince left, she kind of. And I could I could be all, all over the timeline, but uh, you know Vince left and then she came back. Maybe she felt like she had the need to. Yeah. And then as soon as she as uh, Vince came back, she she's was gone. Out. It, she it, was it's out. It's not man. a coincidence. Stephanie McMahon had made mention to before that she wanted to stay home more yeah. with her children, and um, she wanted to take a back very seat. very odd timing too. And I think that and I think that she when she saw that things probably weren't. I hate to say this, but I think there might be a little bit of tension, maybe. I would say so. She uh, says all the right things, though. I th- oh, you, You'll you, never you, know. You always have to be politically correct. You yep. should never let anyone see you sweat. I don't care if you agree with the majority or not. You should mm-hmm. never let them know you are in their favor. Yeah. You should always, when it comes to business, you should always just keep it professional. But I think that she, I think from her standpoint, I think that once she saw that things were probably not going to go in the direction she wanted to and... And it was just going to and she just let him take the reins as long as her husband was probably good. I think she said, well, let me back out and I not just back out temporarily. I'm retiring from this. So yeah. Shane's out. Stephanie's out. Vince is alone. Lone McMahon. Now. I, I, I think yeah. they just stepped in because, uh, you know, it's honestly it's it's what a family member does in certain situations. When you when your family member can no longer do a certain task you say okay well we're gonna step up and handle it and the thing is too i think stephanie was obviously more liked than vincent grant can we all agree about that oh highly yeah Uh, i I would say so i mean stephanie was uh, a big fan of the women's division and and all that kind of stuff so it's i don't think it's going to be a huge blow to the wwe and it's not going to it's not going to make or break the company her leaving and it's a personal decision in the end she's going to do what's best for her and her family but man it's like when i saw stephanie leave i'm thinking oh shit triple h is next why was i getting that gut feeling like he was gonna get fired and i don't I'm, think they're crazy i don't think that would be such a drastic move and i'm thinking what would be the benefit of that if vince was just so hell-bent on ultimate control yeah that would be more personal that, uh, no that would definitely be a, a personal wise, move no. that business-wise that wouldn't make any sense it's just weird i mean thinking about you know wwe most likely would be sold i don't think they're gonna go back and if they do oh well but you know, WWE picture, they're selling, which means once they do, Vince is gone. And and then at that point, I think WWE would know McMahon's. That's weird, man. Like, the thought of that is weird. I mean, we have Triple H who's married into the family, but... Vince would still be around, though. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Like, once he sells... He'd still be on the board of directors. He might. He might. I mean, yeah. from what he wants, from yeah. what he says, he's gonna leave if if he does. So I don't know. The whole thing is just super odd. I mean, thinking about. You think he would leave though? Yeah. Once he sold it and be like, "That's it. I'm good." I mean, based off of what he says. I, I mean, personally, it could go either way. Like I said, it could be from what we, what we said last weekend. Um, he could weasel his way back in there. I remember my my conspiracy. I would call it. You know, what if he says, "Hey, I'm gonna sell," right? And then he goes, you know what? I don't have any good offers. I'm not going to sell. And then he just stays on the board. And so, this was his game the whole time. So from what I read, it says that according to the journal's reporting, 
McMahon was telling people around him that he had received bad advice to step aside after the paper reported he used company funds to pay more than 12 million in hush money settlements to women to cover up allegations of sexual misconduct and infidelity. They said the WSA also reported McMahon believed the record, the controversy would have blown over if he had just stayed on as head of creative and chairman of the company's board of directors. So they said early January is when McMahon made his move. Hmm. Yeah. So I I mean that could have been the case too. You know, we've seen that a lot where people just step down and people just step down and uh you know, just to avoid the the controversy getting worse they just hope that it's gonna blow over it's gonna blow over that doesn't necessarily make someone guilty not necessarily that doesn't necessarily make someone guilty or technically no cases were won against him i mean we can't we can't say you know yeah yeah yeah, we can't say he's guilty i mean we all have our our opinions yeah until we hear they made a settlement outside of uh uh, outside of court (laughs) then that's when we know he 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 did it yeah we all just shake our heads (laughs) like man again don't you learn god damn um yeah i mean no but the whole thing is kind of weird but yeah so we're getting a little bit off track that was we're kind of in the backstory here but i mean thinking about like Tony Khan buying WWE. Neil, you said you don't like it because business-wise, it's not good to have no competition. Yeah, and, no. And, you know, you other, need competition in wrestling to make it good. It, only, it's just better that way. The only competition for AEW slash WWE, if that becomes a mega company, then I would say New Japan. Uh, but that's that's about it. But yeah, it's no, not that's that big not in North America. So demographic-wise, yeah, yeah that's, that's not really different. Gonna, but for me, good I would old say. Impact. Hmm. <laughs> That would be like, uh, man. What would 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 you equate the impact into the wrestling business? That'd be like not a drop in the ocean. Hey, you never know. You never know. A billionaire might come in and want to pick that up. So in some crazy multiverse, yeah. Tony Khan buys WWE. How about just buy all wrestling then? Fuck it, just buy Impact the and WWE. He, the fact that he could is scary. And you buy Impact fifty bucks. That's how much it's worth. <laughs> It's like, what are you talking about, See, but man? Bill, I actually think they're only worth like $7 million. See, $7 million? I could be wrong. Man. Man, we'll bypass them by next year. <laughs> it's like, can we, I mean, you saying, are you guessing? Or you gu- feel like, I, that's I, like an like educated like, guess. I feel like I read something. Somewhere. There was a billionaire. I don't want to be throwing out numbers, I, though, man. I forgot this time, allegedly. I want to say it. $7 million? No, wait. There was a billionaire who bought into Impact, and he said that he was lied to about several several mm. things going into the deal he sued them okay and he was like they were only worth about a good seven or eight million here here's the thing the, the way to become a billionaire is to invest in good investments no billionaire to my knowledge should invest in impact because you know it's not a you know good investment. i mean well if you invest in AEW, that's an <laughs> unknown product though they don't know how well that would have done yeah i mean i mean yeah we can get into the you know statistics Details, yeah, of how yeah. you know the growth and all that kind of shit but you know i think just in general yes it would be a bad idea because of the things that we were just talking about but the good part about it is is yeah, I mean, thinking about like a WWE invasion, uh, an AEW invasion. Tony Khan, he's smart enough to keep it separate. I mean, Ring of Honor, it's not a part of the AEW shows, right? If you think about it that way, Ring of Honor is still a separate entity. It's still it still has its own roster, its own uh, dates for live events and pay per views. I think he would keep 
WWE separate, it's not going to conjoin or, or be one. I think they will be separate, just like Ring of Honor. And he he would run both. I don't know. That's just a very, very weird fucking thing to think about. I think they should keep it separate. And the new owner should be in talks with Tony. Because I really love uh, Cordell's idea about having a big WrestleMania of New Japan, AEW, WWE. Like, night one is all WWE. Night two is everybody. Or everybody for both. And then think about Royal Rumble. Entrant number, you know, 25. Kenny Will Omega. Will Ospreay. Kenny Omega. What the? Like, that'd be fucking crazy, I think right? that would take wrestling to the next level. It would. And that's what they need to move on. Cause, and, and also, like, if WWE is sold, it needs, and I'm hoping it, it'll be a private company. Once it's private, they don't have to. They don't have the to shareholders. Yeah, they don't have to to help the shareholders. They don't have to do anything like that, and they can go back to kind of like we don't need an, another Attitude Era, but we need another version of it in the new age of an Attitude Era. And they can't do that with shareholders. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be happy about it because they don't understand the product. They under they only understand money and advertisement. And you're going to have less advertisements if you have a TV14 product. From from my knowledge. So I'm thinking, you know, the shareholders holding back WWE, holding back professional wrestling in general. Allegedly. Allegedly. So I think having a private company, that was the only good thing about the Saudi thing. Now, there's a lot of bad to it. There's a lot of, um, for the pros and cons, there's a lot of cons. But, and I, I don't mean to be funny with the con thing. I'm the only one thinking about that. All right, cool. So... <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah, let's, tough, keep it, yeah, let's keep it moving. Fucking tough crowd, man. Yeah. God damn. Um, I'm sweating over here. So, no, but just thinking about the pros and cons, there's a lot of, lot of, lot of cons with Saudi buying them, if that's the case. But the good thing is, is that I think they're the private ones. So we might see a shift in, but, but also if they own it, wouldn't they get the most say in what's going on? And if, and if we know anything about Crown Jewel. It's just, it's a dream match type of scenario. I mean, fucking, what, what do we get? Lesnar and Kingston and these random matches. Um, if Saudi owns WWE, I'm scared it's going to look like, like, like WWE 2K. Just random fucking <laughs> nonsense. Um, and hopefully, you know, Triple H would be more in charge and be able to fix things up. But yeah, that's, that's all I really got for you guys. My mouth is getting dry. Go ahead. <laughs> so while you were uh, we were talking there, I was trying to look up the Impact Wrestling and how much it actually worth. I couldn't get a really viable number. Um, there was like four million dollars or something like that. Uh, to me, that seems ultra low, and I I can't really fathom because literally uh, a, a top guy in WWE is going to make more of that in a year. Yeah. Then you're talking about one single wrestler over an entire company. Now, granted. These salaries and what a company's worth is a lot of that shit's private, so I can't really find any good numbers. So I'm not going to say anything. But yeah, Tony Khan, you could buy Impact for fifty bucks. We'll just put it out there. It's fine. Jordan Grace or whoever the uh, main champion is, uh, Bully it's Mickey, Ray. It's Mickey James. Mickey right James. Now. Yeah, Mickey James. Congratulations, to Mickey James, for winning yeah. that championship on Friday at Hard to Kill. By the way, let me let me. Uh, I gotta say something about Impact right now. I gotta eat off my chest, man, because this is fucking bullshit. Um, Impact charging thirty nine ninety nine. Fight TV. I don't know who put that number out there, but uh, that's that's a pretty penny for an Impact pay per view. When uh, I don't know how many people want forty bucks to watch a pay per view when people don't watch that show for free. Um, 
Yeah, that's that's tough, man. That's a tough matzo ball right there. Um, I know, Smoke, you're pining for the old days of Impact Wrestling. And uh, right now, it's not it. I kind of feel bad for Mickey James, man, putting her heart, heart and soul. Mickey well, we, J- well, we want to be honest. Mickey James needs well, a great we, send-off, it, it, and this ain't it, well, man. We it it kind of pissed me it, off, it, too. If we want to be honest, I don't think any product has been it for the last three years. So we could go there. But we're not going to go there. All right, man. We, no can, say pro- that for, we no, can say that for another time. No product has been it for a long time. They yeah. haven't been it, but they've been above water. Let's put it that well, way. When you've been in, well, when you've been in... Impacts well, like the Titanic. Well, when you're, more popular, you, when you're more popular, you do get, you know, followers who hold you above. Oh, even yeah, when no, you're completely wrong and no, no matter no, what. No, for sure. Yeah. Fair, point, so, fair point. So, you know, you, you, you can make that argument. I think it's just, I think it's just popular. Yeah. Um. All right. So producer T is giving me the signal. So we're gonna hit some ads, and then we'll be right back for what happened in the weekly recap. Yes. All right. Getting into the weekly recap. Um. I think I think in general this week was was decent. It wasn't anything too too boring. It was it was it it it, it did what it did. It wasn't bad. Um, I did want to talk about on Raw. Baron Corbin is not working. JBL, I don't think it's helping. I don't I don't think it's JBL's fault. I don't really even think it's Corbin's fault. But I think for me, my main gripe is they took Baron Corbin from what he was doing. And I'm talking about the Happy Corbin shit. They took Happy Corbin, gave him to JBL, and changed his name. Is his name back to Baron Corbin now? Yeah, right? Yeah, it's Baron Corbin. So they changed his name back to Baron Corbin, but kept everything the same. They kept the theme music. They kept his um, entrance gear. I mean, sorry, just his full-on gear. Everything's the same, down to the T, except his name has changed back to Baron. So... I think the whole JBL thing is cool. I just want to see if you had picture the lone wolf, Baron Corbin, right? Picture him with JBL as his manager. I can see that in the world championship category. But this happy Corbin shit, the same type of gimmick, the the shit entrance music, the fucking lottery bullshit, it ain't going to work. You think he needed a complete remold? Yeah, or, I mean, remold or going back to the Lone Wolf. It, it, but it has to be a full change. It cannot be this Happy Corbin ripoff, spinoff, I mean, um, bullshit with JBL on the side. JBL's good, but he's not He's not going to make magic out of, out of this BS Happy Corbin shit. Like, he has to just be like a Lone Wolf, Happy Cor- uh, Baron Corbin, be kick-ass, be strong, be as... Uh, entertaining as he can be in the ring. He's kind of just whatever in the ring. But if he is that with JBL inside, do you guys think that would work? So basically what you're saying is JBL, he can't turn that pig into the prom queen. No. Yeah, not a chance. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, You only could do so much. JBL trying to put uh, Baron Corbin over constantly on commentary every fucking week about the new wrestling god. It, it gets really tiresome. It's not working. I got to say JBL. Uh, Baron Corbin is probably my top three favorite, uh, least favorite wrestlers. Um, I'm not going to mention the other two because those who listen probably already know by now. Anyway, probably should. Is one of them cross? 
Um, <laughs> no, he's, he's getting up there. He's definitely getting up there. Um, my God. Well, we could talk about him another time. But, yeah, the Baron Corbin JBL thing is not working. The fact that they started off Monday Night Raw, the flagship show, with them. Granted, Kevin Owens came out. All right, people like Kevin Owens. I'm a huge uh kevin owens fan too but the fact that they started out with jbl and baron corbin in the opening segment you're like this raw is not gonna be good because if that's what they're gonna have out the gate damn man that's gonna suck and the the rest of the show the three hour monday night raw felt like eight and a half hours of surgery I just wanted it to be over and done with. It feels exhausting. It feels like a chore. We do a wrestling podcast. It's supposed to be fun. Wrestling's supposed to be fun and exciting. Uh, Raw is not that way. And starting off, but there was one highlight in Monday Night Raw. We're going to get to that. But yeah, the Baron Corbin shit, man. He's got to change it. Um, I, w- I would like to see Broke Cor- uh, Corbin again. That was actually entertaining. That was the funniest and best thing he's ever done. And then the best thing they've done with Corbin, they ended it quick. Like, what the fuck, man? Just keep going with it. It would have been funny, him begging for money, like, outside and, like, going up to fans and, like, with his hat. Well, he didn't even have the hat at the time. He he could have found a hat. He could have looked in the trash and be like, hey, this is my hat. Can you put money in it? That would have been funny, man. That's Now, that's entertaining. That's sports entertainment to its finest. Mm-hmm. This is just the wrestling god stuff. It He's not a wrestling god. We know that. There's only one god in professional wrestling, and that's Kenny Omega, right? Yeah, 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 I can see it. Okay, but there you go. Yeah, so starting off with Monday Night Raw with that segment, you know it's going to get off the rails pretty quick. Yeah, that's my low of the week. My high of the week for Raw would have to be the Prison Dom. Prison Dom, hilarious. That's actually it's becoming funny. a little funny. Prison it's, Grit. It's a good... Got uh, that Prison Grit. It's a good meme. You know, it's It funny, is, man. it is. He living that thug life right now. Oh, hell yeah, man. Him yeah. and Mommy. Like I told you guys off camera, I mean, MVP was posting about it. He was like, oh, look at this guy. I'm sitting next to him on the plane. He's telling me about how he had a hard life in prison for, you know, for those few hours. Um, I I think it's funny. I think, you know, Dominic is a guy who he's hard to take serious because of his size and his demeanor. He just seems like a 19-year-old kid. That's what he looks like um, with some awkward tattoos. I mean, he's getting better. Whatever. Uh, I think, you know, if if he wasn't Ray's son, he wouldn't be there. That's what I'm. Oh, of course at. not. He no, just he just no. doesn't have what it looks like he. What it looks like it takes. I mean, it, he just looks like he's off the street. I don't know. It just he doesn't look like a wrestler. He doesn't look like a a superstar in WWE's eyes. But he's not bad. I he's mean, he's making the most of it for sure. He's doing o- He's doing okay. He's not no, bad at all. They're I running mean, with it, and it's working. It's working. It was the most. Man, just think about this. The most entertaining entertaining aspect of Monday Night Raw was uh, Dom Mysterio and him coming out, you know, being all thuggish and all that kind of stuff. And it's funny, too, and they're playing off and they realize they got something here and they're going to continue with it. It's kind of like um, how it started with Sami Zayn, like in the bloodline. It's like you didn't really know what you had, and Sami did so well with it. They ran with it, and it's been the most entertaining storyline WWE has done in years. And I think they have not maybe not quite the same thing with uh with Dom in this uh, Judgment Day thing and him being all thuggish because I think eventually it's like, all right, you got to move on. But it's working right now. And uh, I'm actually looking on WWE.com as we speak, and I'm seeing him get chopped by Dawkins. By the way, Dawkins has slimmed down. He's getting kind of cut. Yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed that. He's, but, yeah, he, he's doing he, – he, Maybe he, he listened to work. me and told me and, and heard what I had to say. He, he's putting in that work, man. He, and look at he's he's actually going shirtless now. 
I it was think, like, all right. I think that's perfect. I think he got scared that that split was coming. Oh yeah, yeah for sure, scared. man. The split was coming. Everybody was teasing, like, "Well, your career is done. You about to get yeah, nixed, yeah, man." Yeah, doggy said, "You're not gonna leave me in the dust." I don't blame him. Yeah, no, he's looking great, man. No, he, he's actually yeah putting some work in, and he's he's moving quicker, and, and he's the, yeah, the, I was more gonna say agile. the dude could move, man. Yep. he has good spots. He always he brings a lot of excitement to the tag team. Well, he um, knew he has to step up his game because you know Montez Ford was probably a hair away from getting that singles push, uh-huh. man. And he, he probably like, said, nope. he probably said, if you get pushed, no, we get pushed. We push. get pushed, man. <laughs> we get pushed. We both separating in this motherfucker. You know, yeah. and, you know, I, I love to see it. Competition should bring out the best in you. Oh, yeah, for sure. If I see my tag partner, he's putting that work in, you're like, and having little backstage meetings behind me without me anymore. I'm like, huh, what's going on with that, man? Like, yeah. you, you meet with creative, and I, I'm not part of it anymore. I don't know how that's going to work out, but yeah. It's, yeah, uh, and then I turn around and have my meetings. <laughs> yeah. I would turn around and have my meetings with it definitely because, like I said, ain't no you elevating, we elevating. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, speaking of tag teams, I mean, Judgment Day—they are the number one contenders yeah. for the Usos Tag Team Championships. I don't know how this is going to go. I mean, it could go the way that it's been for for a while now that everybody loses Over a to year. the Usos. But I've heard a lot of. Um, by the way, let, let's rumors clarify. about about the split championships. We could be seeing a split in the unified championship. Yeah. By the way, let's clarify that too because they are splitting the tag team titles. So the Judgment Day they're going off the after the Raw tag team titles. Now they're going to have a separate tournament on, a tournament on SmackDown to go after the SmackDown tag like team it. titles. I like it. They need to be separate. I like it. Keep you, it separate. Y'all should give me my flowers too. I said this months ago. I said if that if this whole thing is happening, I think around january or december we are going to start seeing a split in all the unified championships and all the undisputed ones we we, we're going to see a split because there's no way in hell that let's say if it's the rock that this was my explanation i said if it was the rock who's facing roman then who's who who's gonna win the royal rumble to go on and face who you know if it's gonna be the rock and reigns let's say cody wins the rumble who's cody gonna face the other champion? Oh wait, that's that's Roman. What is he going to face him in a second match? So you're saying Roman's got to do double duty night one, and night, night one two? and night two. It's Damn, either that, and that's going to suck. But I thought that's not that's going to suck too. And I was like, I don't know about that. So maybe if they split the championships before WrestleMania, then whoever has the belt, Cody will face, and then Roman's going to face Rock for the other belt. And I'm thinking Roman's going to keep the Universal. He's going to face the Rock and win because the Rock's too busy to be champion. And then we're going to see the continuation of Roman being the champion of the Universal belt because the WWE was second to that. So I think Cody's going to face whoever wins the WWE belt off Roman. I mean, it could be, what if it is Owens? What if Owens beats him? But is Owens going up against him for both belts? Yes. What if they change it? I don't know. Basically, I think I should. I get at least one flower. One flower out of the bunch. You I'll know give what I'm you saying? that one. Yeah, that's, that's was, fair. That's fair. I had inklings in my head. You know, they, they could be splitting it before Mania um, just because of all this shit. It's, so what about this? You know how the bloodline has been infiltrating Raw and SmackDown? They've been jumping everybody. They've been, like, holding the show hostage. Um, we're going to talk about SmackDown here, too. But they did, uh, during the Sammy uh, Kevin Owens, they interfered in that match. And it was actually a pretty good match. And now... Previous weeks, they've been interfering on Monday Night Raw. What if Pierce is like, you know what, Roman? You've been given the orders. I'm going to have to take that WWE title from you. That's that's your penance right there, man. You're, we're, we're stripping you of the belt. 
and it's going to be up for grabs, whether it's going to be in a tournament, the winner of the Royal Rumble. Wouldn't that be crazy? Like, Roman gets stripped before the Royal Rumble, but he couldn't because he's going against Kevin Owens, but they could make it happen, and then it would just be, say, Kevin Owens and uh, Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. That's something that's been, you know, been thrown out there, too, like have... Roman gets stripped, and then that's how you separate the titles because I can't see Roman losing both titles back-to-back nights at WrestleMania, and I don't know if they would book it that way either. I I see where you're coming from. I think if they split um, the belt, I think the way that they would do it without pissing off anybody, because I think stripping would piss a lot of people off. After this length of time and he just gets stripped, it'd piss people off. But what if... You know, uh, well, it hasn't even been say, a year at for, a year for the WWE title. He won at last year's WrestleMania. I'm, nobody's gonna true. cry over that. I man. mean, true, but what if? I mean, hear me out. What if say Owens comes out and he's like Roman, I want you, right? And then I don't know. This doesn't matter. But let's say Rollins comes out. Rollins comes out. He's like, no, Roman, I want you. Pierce comes out. He's like, okay, this is what's gonna happen, Roman. You seem like you're full of yourself. You seem like you've got it. And Roman's like, yeah, I'm the head of the table. I got it. Pierce is like, I like the attitude. I like the enthusiasm. So what you're going to do now is at Royal, no, Elimination Chamber, Roman, you're going to be in both chambers. You're going to be in the WWE and the Universal <laughs> Chamber. That'd be an impossible task, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That and definitely that's, would. That's a way to, to kind of screw him over, but he would still perform. So Roman would win the first one, being the Universal, and then in the WWE one, he loses it. And then that way, it is, it's one champion... Um, for, for for yeah the universal and then the other one would be the wwe and then that person faces whoever won the rumble that's what i would do in a booking yeah. decision because they're coming to a if the rock doesn't come back it's not a booking conundrum right but if the rock um does come back then yeah they're gonna have to split it i would split it at elimination chamber and make it seem like roman you're full of yourself we're putting you in both chamber matches so that was not bad i can't I see, can see anybody that. winning a double elimination chamber i would i would tease him he would be the last guy with whoever beats him but yeah. it's like he's he's it, almost about to win thing. and yeah. you see him he's not quitting he's and it shows like he's strong but i mean after two chambers he finally gets pinned down and hopefully it's somebody like owens or something like that because or whoever would face Rhodes. but i would say seth rollins should win and beat roman at the elimination chamber in the second match being the wwe title because owens i mean sorry uh rollins and cody rhodes for the title would make sense to close out their feud but at the same time rollins is in the u.s title type picture with theory and bobby lashley who just returned on raw so it's a tough decision i think you got to get seth away i know we're getting off topic here but we got to get seth away from the united states title he's got to kind of work his way back into the main title the wwe championship you know what man like the universal title it's good but if they did away with it i wouldn't be I wouldn't be sad about it, but obviously you have two main shows. You need two champions uh, to represent each show. show. Um, but yeah, the double elimination chamber, that would be a really tall task uh, for Roman. There's no way he would be able to get through that. I I see where you're going with that. But you want to get Roman have going into Mania with no titles. Am I correct on that? No, no, no. He would, he would win the first chamber which would be universal oh so he still has the universal title and then at the end when he has the because he'd be double champion still going into the second chamber but it was only for the wwe so the universal he would win 
and the WWE one, he would lose at the last minute, man. Like he would be, he would be going, and he's gonna look, you know, super, super slow and super weak. And but he, you know, they put the so, job and get it done. So going into Mania, he's the Universal Champion only. Yeah. So and Mania, then who's he facing? Mania. This is just my fantasy booking. The after the double elimination chamber match, Mania would be Universal Champion Roman Reigns versus The Rock, and he would defeat him because obviously The Rock can't be champion. But it would be a good, you know, moment. It'd be something else. And then he can continue and do whatever he wants. But the WWE one would be whoever wins versus most likely the Rumble winner would be Rhodes. So that's a way to easily separate it. But I think it's a, I think it will, it's, it'll be a good moment for Reigns to have a double elimination chamber match. Cause I mean, people would respect the fuck out of that and he would probably put on a really good show. And um, to have him lose in that fashion makes him still look strong because that's a huge task, like you were saying. So I think that's a good way to book it. It's never been done in the history of wrestling before. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that, that'd be something, man. So, um, that's, or, I mean, at at the end of the chamber after he's like beat and he lost the WWE, that's when The Rock comes out. Yeah. And he looks at him and he's all beat up and Roman's like fucking like, like barely could stand up and The Rock looks at him. And he looks at the mania sign and he points towards it, and that's showing yeah. it's going to be the universal title. I think we're all in. Ag- I think we're all kind of in agreement, though. The Rock showing up at the Rumble, right? The posters that they put out there with the lightning and all that kind of stuff, and everybody's looking. <laughs> I mean, who are they looking at, right? Yeah, it ain't yeah. Zeus. It ain't the Undertaker. It, it, it ain't Thor. <laughs> it ain't the God of Thunder. It's the Rock. Yeah. He's definitely showing up at the Rumble. Now, if he doesn't, then I don't know. Maybe plans change or whatever. But you got to have like he's either going to show up. But The Rock cannot win the Rumble. Man. No, I don't, no, I don't no, want no, it no. to happen. I, I'm under the impression The Rock is showing up at the Rumble. He's not in the Rumble, gotcha, right? Gotcha, he's not yeah. in the Rumble in the match. Rumble, no. He don't need the Rumble to win to be like he's so the, after he's Reigns, the Rock. He could just be like I'm going to WrestleMania and everybody like, yep, you are. Yeah, after Reigns beats Owens, that's when he shows up. Right? Yeah, no, exactly. Gotcha. That's 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 what I'm trying to get at. Yep. But yeah, so I think that that's a good way to put it. And yeah, so Lashley did come back, like I mentioned. So. I mean, he's back from probably his vacation, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, Not, yeah. You know, he was yeah. fired. Um, but he's back. I think for SmackDown, going into SmackDown, I think my high... Oh, man. Because I, I love whenever Zayn does shit. Owens and Zayn had such an amazing match. Yeah, I babe. think it's tied with just, of course, Gunther and, and Strowman. I didn't think the match was a five-star match by all means, but it was an important match. They, they always have so. amazing chemistry. Yeah. They've been wrestling each yeah. other for like a decade at least, right? Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. So they, they've been around a lot. They've probably done – didn't Kevin Owens mention he uh, fought Sami Zayn like 800-something times in his career? Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, so yeah. it's been a long time. I'm not too keen on Strowman, as we all know. Yeah. Um, the Gunther uh, match with Strowman was actually not bad. That was probably Strowman's best match since he's been on backs on the main roster. But then again, he's facing Gunther, and Gunther doesn't have bad matches. I mean, he he, he can wrestle any style. You want to go big, he can wrestle Ricochet, he can wrestle Strowman and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, Strowman, he's, he's okay. I didn't think he was going to win the Intercontinental title because I think Gunther is going to be Intercontinental champion for quite some time. I mean, I would book him to be Intercontinental Champion for at probably, if he's going to lose, it's got to be in a big kind of quality, you know, big time match, either at WrestleMania or a big, you know, big event. But Gunther's, he's on his A game right now and he's he's delivering uh, 
you know those chops and he's putting everybody down so i think somebody who defeats him i don't think you're gonna build him up to like a roman reigns kind of like reign or anything like that but whoever's gonna defeat him i think um it's gonna be good and i think he'll be defeated like on a quick i think when you beat a big guy like that it'll catch him by surprise he's either gonna take his opponent um you know he's not gonna take him seriously or he's gonna get caught off guard and that's how you beat a big guy like that he'll make one mistake and you capitalize it and he'll lose the intercontinental title yeah um, i mean at dragon some point. of dragon of did did great at defeat yeah dragon off did uh, beat him yep. walter you know i i think it it's got to come to that I, I mean i don't know if he's gonna clear 2023 as champion from the start to the finish i mean what do you think smo what do you what do you think about I, I, he's made a fan out of me um, I'm usually not a big fan of like the the German wrestlers. Ooh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna take it in a bad way. Yeah, yeah. Hey. And it's not because of that. It's <laughs> a, I, I, their style is always usually boring to me. It's very yeah. It's 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 more um, hard hitting. It's um, it's it's more slow bruteness. It's 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 their style of wrestling is always boring to me. It's like kind of be- like an army style. I don't, know, I don't know how to put it, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. it's it's always kind of boring to me. But he he has something that I that keeps me engaged. Kind of like how I said with Oscar, she keeps me engaged. Yeah. And so um, he's like a throwback. I, I think I would like to see him be champion. By the way, he's what actually from. He was born in Austria. By the way, who Gunther? That same. Same, he's not. He's same not. Difference, he's right? not German. Aren't they kind of the same? I mean, thing? well, his. Well, that's what his gimmick is. He's from Vienna, Austria. Well, that's what his gimmick is. I love me some he, Vienna. Hot I don't think his gimmick is German. Is it? No, it's not. I, I thought it was. It? Kind is he of wearing German. German colors? I think his attitude's German, right? And the names. Yeah. Because they Gunther is not a Gunther Gunther. That is not an Australian yeah, name. The, and then Australian. And then, and then Austrian. Austrian, Austrian. That is not an Austrian name. I mean, they're very similar. That name to wasn't. Gi- I mean, that name was given to him. He wasn't born with that name. But it's not what's Austrian. His, what's his real name? Walter. His real name is Walter Hahn. Walter Hahn. Okay, so as a character, <laughs> that is not a fucking Austrian name. <laughs> no, it's not. So that's what I'm getting at. But you said German, because that's what it was given. I think it is a German. Oh, because oh, the name is German. The name is German. Yeah, yeah. I think but it, nobody's ever said he was German on air. No one had to say he was German on air. I'm saying I don't like the vibes that I'm getting from I, that. I do. I do side with you because <laughs> I think I think it is a German-ish gimmick because I mean Ludwig Kaiser or something like that. They had backlash. No, he was a it was a former Ger- uh, German soldier thing, whatever. Yes. So I mean, they are. Did you not even see the stance that they take? That is German, my boy. Yeah. It's very European. I'll give you that. It's German. I get, yeah. It's very uh, militaristic. Right? I'm just, I'm Don't fucking sit up here and try to rearrange my gonna, words with, with gonna, what I said. Turn this down a little bit. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Don't try to rearrange my words. <laughs> um, but, okay, I did have a quick question for you guys. Uh, a little off Shoot. topic here. Yep, yep, go ahead. Um, Zia Lee. Wow, Zia Lee sighting. So... Listen, I like her. I think she's good. But here's my thing. Her entrance, the way she came out, I immediately shook my head and said, cheesy, she's not going to get over. I don't Do you guys think, agree? Smoke, you mentioned she's... that too. You're like, you need to drop that superhero Mortal Kombat shit immediately. I do like it. I do like it. But the way she moved and did things, I just, I cringed. I don't like it at I all. I said that was cheesy. I don't like it. she's never going to get over if she continues. I don't like it at all. And I would honestly be offended. First of all, I'm not doing a gimmick like that because of my race. Right, right. Yeah. I can hear Jade like, like, cut that karate shit out. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not. Th- that's not going to work. So she was built up to be a big deal, right? In NX- NXT, she was she was okay. And then you get to the main roster, and she has been in Jobberville the entire time. And I, thought and she, I can't figure out why. I thought she was going to do something when she um, attacked. Uh, who was that she attacked? From the crowd, mm, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember. I can't remember, but when she oh, it was uh, was it Tegan Knox? Yeah, she attacked some someone from the crowd. Well, that's who she had the match with, you know, on SmackDown. Right? Yeah, Tegan looked good. She looked okay. I mean, she, I forget, I don't know why, but I felt like Tegan looked kind of like something was weighing her down the whole match. I don't know how to put it. She looked good though, but not. I don't know the pace. Something was off. I think I just think regardless the, the Zia Lee thing it's a good idea it's not going to work but it's not yeah it's cheesy yeah. it's coming off cheesy for some reason she's I don't not know a, see the thing is though she's not a, she's not a bad wrestler that's not it's no, not we're that not accusing it's her of character. her being bad it's yeah, just yeah. yeah it's just her character is not working it's not getting over the crowd and when you come out to crickets and nobody gives a shit about you um I mean we could talk to the bigger picture of this whole issue about WWE and women's wrestling um the women's wrestling match, Xylee uh, and Tegan Knotts, what was that, like five minutes? What no, was the Raquel well, and yeah. Liv match? Like another five minutes? So well, got, I was, I was going to bring... You got 10 minutes of uh, women's wrestling on a two-hour show? Yeah, I mean, I mean... Maybe not even that? That That's a problem, man. I don't know if you guys at least noticed for Raquel. I was going to bring this up. I don't know what what was different. I think it's because maybe she just was smiling less. Something about it. Made me feel like she was actually a dominant performer. She needs to be booked that way. Something, something about it. I think it was a less smiling. But I took not, her serious. I'm this not. Time. I'm not sure who was turning heel here, whether it was Liv or her. No, I think it was Liv, and then no, Raquel just looked strong. No, oh, I, I took it the other way. No, it's it's Raquel. Really? Yeah. I, I can't tell which one. Both of them, um, kind of just. I, I we're just throwing insults at one another. I I couldn't tell who was heel or not. I would I would assume it's Liv. It wasn't Liv already Liv heel have. once she turned weird in her championship run or no? No, no, no. Just, she she's been a face for a while now, man. It was just Damn, another maybe it's just seeking. my personal feelings. Um, yeah. no, I think I don't know. I was gonna yeah. So Raquel at you least know, you know what though? like the up and up at least. So I I get what you're saying, but Liv was saying she wanted to be number one in the Royal Rumble, and the other girls in the room were making fun of her. So if you're making fun of somebody accusing them of wanting to be number one in the Royal Rumble, if you're accusing me of being too small and too weak and I can't do it, that means you're the heel. Mm. So oh, well, so yeah. so Jeff, if you're talking shit about me, you're right. the heel. I'm I'm the victim. Yeah, I'm, that would I'm, make sense. And then I slap you. I'm just retaliating because I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I can't be number one and win. Yeah. And Shawn Michaels did it in '95. Like See, it can be done. What what do you t- what are you saying? I can't do it. True. I took it as just competitors being competitors. Yeah, because because um, because Raquel started off with you know no offense or anything. When you say no offense, I'm already offended. Though. She was like, you're great. But see, heels they want to offend. It's a t- I don't know. No, it's, it's, it's a passive aggressiveness. Well, no, because the two other well, the two other ladies that were back there, they said you couldn't do it. They yeah, just well, simply who, said, you, it? They Emma said and Maxine Emma and Maxine Dupree. Wow. Oof. At least they got some TV time. Yeah. Well, they were like, <laughs> like they were just be, they were just standing there like, oh no, you can't do it. You, yeah. You're not capable. They were just of witnesses. Doing it. So let's cut to the chase. Do we, we want Raquel as a face or a heel? Because we we want her as a heel. I want her as a heel. Of I course, she'll be better. Yeah, she's more dominant, and I think 
just regardless, basically what I'm saying is she looks better this week, and that's that's great because that's somebody who we all wanted to do better. Yes, but with her cheesy ass better. smile was not working. No, it's not. We we so, Ripley, we knew that wasn't gonna work. So yeah, yeah. we've been on that road been down that road before and so. i won't live off my tv screen yep <laughs> but anyway all right we're gonna take a short break and we're gonna get into some AEW in a second all right moving into the aew portion now this came out of course i think it came out today as we're recording this but frankie kazarian man he he asked for his contract release he got it he is going to be i don't think aw has a as a no compete clause like wwe so he not. could he could be an impact next week he can be in new japan he could be in anything so i want to get your and i'm not even trying to be funny uh i know we i know we joke about this a lot but i'm not even trying to be funny you are kind of the impact guy on this podcast you know more than we do mm-hmm. um neil and i so how do you feel about Kazarian? I mean, what do what what do you think went wrong in AEW? Where do you think he's gonna go? What what are your thoughts, man? Um, let me start off by saying this. I think without sounding rude, have you ever have you ever thought like maybe he's past his prime? Uh I think of course, yeah, he's he's past his prime. I just I feel like this isn't his time anymore. He's a solid worker. He's still he's still you know, doing good, but yeah, maybe he just didn't fit in with the roster. I mean, it's crowded and a guy kind of who hit his prime, like you said, a while ago, of I, course he's going to fall in the back. I think he's lost his, I, I think he lost his, I, I'm sorry, let me rephrase this. He didn't get, he didn't lost any, lose anything. I think he got lost in a, in a roster full of new, young, more relevant talent. Yeah. I yeah. don't think anyone cared. I mean, even semi-relevant people get lost on the roster. I mean, Ruby oh, Soho sure. just finally got a little bit of some shit on Rampage. Yeah, but I mean, and and I'm not yeah. saying nothing can't happen for him again, but majority of his his career was Impact. It was sorry, not Impact. Scratch that. It was not Impact. It was he was TN- tag team champions. Was CU? Was TNA? TNA. Yeah. Uh, do, no, I don't. I'm not looking anything up right oh, now. No, I'm taking it back. It was Christopher Daniels. What am I talking about? I was gonna say, what are you talking whoa, about? Whoa, whoa! So I'm getting confused. Impact you guys, are. man. Jesus Christ. Do any of us know where Daniels is right now? Like, what happened to that? Wow. Because I totally whiffed on that one, guys. I apologize. Smoke. Sorry. But yeah, I don't know. I I think regardless. Uh, do you? I mean, do you see him in WWE, or do you think he's out? Do you think he's going to do something else, or maybe go back to Impact? I don't see him in WWE. I think he'll go back to Impact. He has a good look to him. He does. He looks solid. He's always had. He's always had. But I, I, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's tough. Tough decision. I, I, I think the most. Yeah, Neil doesn't see him in WWE at all. No, <laughs> I, don't, I don't. But listen, you're looking to someone who actually loved his his previous work. I don't see him in WWE. He just doesn't fit that mold. What about he, NXT? He. He could possibly rumble with the with the young with the young cats. Maybe, maybe. He could, I actually, you know what? Now that you said that, I actually think he could. I think, and, and I hate to plug her in. Something that Mandy Rose mentioned in a recent interview of hers was, I didn't look at going down to NXT as a demotion. I looked at it as an opportunity. And I mm. think certain people have to got to stop looking. At you. First of all, you got to stop being too high on yourself. Right. If you're not high up there. I think you gotta stop looking too high on yourself and and kind of and and kind of take the opportunity for what it is. And I think if I think if more superstars went down to NXT, I think a change of scenery, a change of pace and environment could do wonders for your career. Except Cedric Alexander. 
Yeah, there's, I mean, you mean Apollo? Yeah. Him. You get those two confused. Apollo! I do. I do. Just think about it. One is hair, one doesn't. I, I do. Uh, I, I don't know why I keep doing that. I do. It might, it might help you out. I don't know. Um, no, Apollo, yeah, I mean, that's another topic. Anyway, so Hangman Page, man. Hangman Page is back in action, and he's against John Moxley, and he beat John Moxley. He probably maybe would have beat him in the match that he got concussed in. Maybe this is just the redemption match, of course. And This was trending all week. Oh, it was. I bet, yeah. And they did great, man. They did. It was a hard-hitting match. You know it was going to be very physical. I feel like these guys are the two most regular guys, two most regular wrestlers you can think of. They're just like regular dudes, right? Mox, Average Joe, Hangman, he's the cowboy. They come out. They beat the tar out of each other. And Hangman gets the win. So... I think Mox, Mox didn't need this win. He carried the AEW championship for a long time over the uh, previous year, and I think he now just needs a fucking vacation. He needs to go away, come back, get rejuvenated. Have a baby. Um, and Well, he probably got to talk to his wife about that too. And uh, Hangman needed this win because I feel like Hangman, he needs to get back on track. He had the concussion issue. And you could tell at the very end of the match, they were kind of playing the same thing with Mox. Like he was all dizzy and he was laying there. And he was like, he even said, what happened? Like he didn't really know what was going on after the match. And Hangman, always a big fan of his. And this is the this was the right call. This Hangman definitely needed this match. And Dynamite started out with a fucking bang, man, with this match. And then you go to Adam Cole, baby. I've Man, it feels like we haven't seen Adam Cole in forever, and it was great to see him back. And he cut a, a really great promo, and he gave us the backstory about all the doctors he was seeing, about all, all his um, health issues that he uh, was dealing with. But he didn't come off as, oh, feel sorry for me, you know, and all that kind of stuff, but he's definitely going to be back, and he's going to be a force to reckon with, and I think we're going to see the best version of Adam Cole I think we've ever seen, and uh, it's it's really great to see him back, man, because you don't really appreciate these guys until they're gone, and Adam Cole, man, they don't uh, you know grow on trees, and he's one of the best promo guys. He He's another guy that doesn't have bad matches. You can put him up against anybody, a bigger guy, a smaller guy, whomever guy, and he's going to deliver almost every single time. So I think it's great to see Adam Cole back. What do you think about Adam Cole there to smoke? Um, I became a fan uh, probably with this AEW run. I wasn't too fond of him in NXT. You don't like the Undisputed Era? Mm-mm. Really, no, man. they dominated, man. It was a, I, it was a good, I, good fact. I, I wasn't too much of a they, fan they, of that. They were NXT pretty much. They were, but I wasn't too much of a fan. They've I, had, they've all had bad luck in AEW. At one time or another, Cole, Cole got hurt. Uh, O'Reilly got hurt. Bobby Fish is gone. Fish is gone. And what was he boxing or some shit the other? I don't, I don't know. Um, it's just, it just has not been their, uh, their year. <laughs> AEW. I think. Uh, can I say this though? I think he's more appreciated since he's since he came to AEW. Oh yeah, because you remember when uh, Adam Cole contract was going to be expiring, or they were going to call him up to be a manager, mm-hmm. and all that's that WWE shit. Just think about like how that could have went, especially under Vince McMahon. Um, they probably would have cut his hair, shave, and it could have be a, a Max Dupree kind of situation where it's like. You know, L.A. Knight, you're great on the mic. You're good in the ring. We're going to totally wreck you with a shitty gimmick and yeah. see what you could do with it. Adam Cole would have been the same thing, man. He's too talented. Just let Adam Cole be Adam Cole. 
Things will work out. Stop fucking with it and tinkering with it and trying to change every every little nuance of, of a person and their character, man. If they just let them be who they are, just let Adam Cole be Adam Cole, baby. You'll be okay. Cole can do fine. He's been around a long time. He's a veteran. He can figure things out, and it was great to see him. And uh, I want to see him get back in the ring, how he performs, and hopefully he's going to be you know, what we come to know and love. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I want to see the Undisputed Era actually come back together. But in WWE, I kind of want to see that. I think Adam Cole does great in AEW, but it's kind of just, I don't know how to put it, but Adam Cole, I think, in AEW is too familiar. It's all of his old opponents, his old friends, his old family. It it's It's a cute thing, and I don't hate it. I do like it. But I think WWE, he may have a lot more fresh opponents on the main roster because most of his time, all of his time was spent in NXT. So bring, finally bring Roderick Strong out of NXT, for fuck's sake. Get Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish back together with Adam Cole, Undisputed Era, WWE. That'd be great. Yes, but then you also have to risk him being restrained. Not anymore. Not anymore. I mean, of course, yeah, but... Definitely, the risk of that is way lower. But being Triple restrained, not too much say so on his character or the direction that he's going in. They were on top in NXT, and who ran it was Triple H, and he's running the main roster now. So, I mean, Undisputed Era could absolutely have like a bloodline type of faction. I want to see him. I would like in to WWE. see that. And you, and you know, what's funny? They are running out of they're, they're running out of factions to go against uh, the bloodline. They so could they could be a strong faction. Could, and they, Fish ain't doing shit. The, the I mean, fish is floundering without <laughs> AEW. What? Come on, that was good. Where's that sound effect? That was good. Come on. Thank you, producer. He's clapping. Why do you do this? <laughs> He's floundering without like AEW. You want man. us to be mean to you? God damn. <laughs> um, God damn, man. I want to see it. I want to see. You it. know what? I disagree with that completely. Is it because I, of the joke? You know, you don't like the jokes. <laughs> Actually, yes. I was on board. Then you made the joke. I'm like, nah, I'm out. Yeah, you're like, nah. You didn't, you didn't close that one. <laughs> I, almost I was had right it. at the door, and I'm like, no. I, I, the sales pitch was going great, and yeah. I just fucked it up, man. Yeah. No, I don't want to see the Undisputed Era back together again. I don't. I want to see Adam Cole solo and see what he can do by himself and see how far he can go. I've seen the, the best version of the Undisputed Era was in NXT. You're not going to improve on that. Mm. Yeah, I think it was the best that they were. I, Bobby Fish... Granted, he's a little seasoned, man. Last time I saw him, he didn't look like... Uh, he wasn't dying his hair, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. And I don't he know what's a- going on with O'Reilly and Roderick Strong. Man, he. I think if they have an NXT Hall of Fame, he's <laughs> going to be in the NXT Hall of Fame because he cannot get out from that... No, no, and we—I think we spent like twenty minutes last week just talking about strong man. I was it's listening to a back, and I was going, "God damn!" Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I did want to say, speaking of factions, tag teams, you—I don't know if you would qualify these guys as tag teams, but I really like it. Jungle Hook, I like it, man. I'm not saying they should be tag champs. Do I'm not like saying they're going to stay you, together. Do, do you like it? Do you like that corny ass name? I like it. I hey, like who came up with that name? I don't know who came up with the name, but I like it. it it's catchy. You like, Jungle Hook, you, man. You like, you like the corny ass name, don't you? Those two. This, this my, is a name you would have came up with. Who? Me? What are you talking about? I'm not corny at all. Um, so how would you, how would you, <laughs> what name would you come up with, Smoke, if you have Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, and Hook? It can't be Boy Hook. That'd be Perry stupid. Hook? Hook boy, Jack Hook, Hook boy, that's Hook boy. Okay, but kind of like a like weird. A, it's it confusing. Kind of sounds like a Disney Plus movie. 
Hook uh, Boy. Adventures he, of Hook. Hook Boy. Oh, it was like you know it was like a kid's born with like a hook for hands or no, something like no, that. No, no, no. I was talking about no. Hook growing up. Man, what the fuck? That, that wouldn't be on. I Disney was thinking Plus. like a deformity or something. No, huh? no, oh. stop it before yeah, you get yourself in the hole. <laughs> wait, wait. Nobody's ever been born with hook hands before. No, That'd but be you're interesting. talking about deformity of hands. No, 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 no. But hook hands, like you come out with like hooks uh, for you hands. You never know. You don't no, know that's what's never happened there. before. You don't know that. Metal, um, metal you, hook hands? Dude, no, Edward it doesn't have to be metal. Hands, come no, on, it doesn't I mean, have to be metal. It don't have to be metal. It could be shaped. Edward says her no, hands no, no. is close I'm not to saying there hands. aren't, you know, stuff that happens, deformities. Obviously, you, you, people have that, but it's just like, what about metal hook hands? All right, we're getting off topic, guys. <laughs> look, that's weird, man. Look, jungle hook. Send, that's like a sci-fi wait, movie. Uh-huh. Send jungle hook. All right, send them. All right, send both of them in a care package to my front door because I love these guys. They're great. Oh, that sounds weird. Why did you make that weird? You said uh, oh, and then it made me sound uh, weird. You you said send them both. I don't mean it in to that my way. Front door in I a care package. What does that mean? I don't know. It sounded right. It it just came out. <laughs> That's what she said. All right, moving on. You fucking weirdo. <laughs> um, Danielson. It's getting off the rails here, man. Danielson and take a shit. I'm not being rude. That's what MJF no, 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 said. No, that's what MJF said. That's what MJF said. Um, yep. But yeah, no, Takashita, Takashita, take a shit. I love the guy. All right. That sounded rude. I know MJF said it, but I can't say. Takeshita was great. Danielson, th- that's I'm like a dream match. you got the name right. You're usually terrible with names. It, it's Takeshita. I know. I, I'm, I'm keen to it now. Um, no, but they, dude, that's a yeah, dream match waiting match. to happen. Um, excellent it, match. Great fucking match. I love that that guy uh, stuck with AEW. I was really hoping with the whole Forbidden Door part and everybody was coming in. That was the guy I looked at. I said, Takeshita has to stay in AEW, man. Like, he's way too good to just let go back to. Takeshita hasn't man. had a bad match yet. Think about no, that. He no, is I mean, not I mean, worth anything. I haven't seen his first match. But he hasn't. Uh, I mean, he, <laughs> like, he's. He, I think he's lost every single match he's been booked in. But he's. They're putting up against uh, the top talent guys. So you know, like, all right, he might not. He needs that significant win, and then I feel like, all right, you're gonna. He's gonna catapult to the next level. And I can tell you right now, I could see him the All Atlantic uh, champion. I think not TNT champion, but I think he could be the Atlantic champion for who's, sure. Who's the champ right now? Is it still Pac? Pac? Peck. No, Orange it? Cassidy, man. OJ, he's still champ. Yeah, <laughs> pockets. Jim Cornette. Damn, I've been having a. Yeah, I've been I've been having issues lately. With these, I can't really. I mean, is I mean, is calling somebody OJ still awkward? Anyway, no, it's not. Um, no, no, we're past that. These no, kids don't know. Yeah, they don't know what I'm talking All about. All right, so move. So moving on. Yeah, before we we <laughs> get off the rails again. So. <laughs> The tag match between Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker, DMD. Soraya, Soraya, I think it's Soraya, Soraya, and Tony Storm. Everybody who's anybody was anticipating Mercedes Monet, Monet to come out at some point during the match. It did not happen. But again, we talked about this before. Expectations. I think they set of wrestling up. fans. I think they set themselves up. And myself included was like begging and pining for Mercedes to come out at some point. It didn't happen. The crowd there at Dynamite was kind of kind of miffed, kind of peeved. You guys little, did it. You guys did it to yourselves. You did it to ourselves, right? Because Britt Baker, uh, yet no more than a week ago, 
I'm the boss. Wink, wink. Where did she get that from? I don't know. Somebody told her to say it. I guess it didn't mean much. She didn't go into business for great, herself. Great heel work because there was nay, nay, no Monet. Am I right, guys? Am I right? <sighs> hey, yo. All, all kidding aside here, that actual tag team match was pretty good. It was really good. You know, I don't think I don't think I think Jamie Hader is so over right now that I don't think people are cheering for Soraya as she thought they would. No, they're not because she's not wrestling as frequently and Jamie Hader is so over right now. Um I mean, she's the AEW Women's Champion and I think she's been the best champion since I'm going to say since Brent Baker. Damn. That's a that's a compliment. That's that's, that's good. her that's literally her tag partner. Yep. Yep, she's she's carrying that title extremely well. And she's getting better, man. It's getting scary, like how good Jamie Hayter is going to be. And I'm going to go on record, and I said it before, I'll say it again. Jamie Hayter, what 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 day is this? January 14th, 2023, is going to be the female wrestler of the year. I will give you that. I will Mark give my you words. That. All right, we'll a see. Female a, wrestler of the year. Unless something changes... If she continues this path that she's going down, yeah, I mean, week to week is just better. But literally, every week is somehow way better than before, and that's that's amazing. Yeah, so, so. unless something changes, I will give her that. Going back to the match itself, Sheeta threw the kendo stick in, and she's like, "Oh shit, I meant to give it to Tony Storm," and then Britt Baker hits it, and everything happens. And can, can I just say, Tony Storm looked fucking a one. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I looked at Tony Storm and I was like, "Damn." Okay. And I and that's usually not get my the uh, smoke seal of approval on that one, that's right? That's usually not my my flavor. <laughs> it's something about Tony. Tony got eighty style. She does. She got just like she just got a swagger about her. She does. And I actually want to see more for her. I actually hate the fact that she doesn't talk more because I think it. it I think it completely. I think it it completely works against her. You think it hinders her push? It definitely does. It definitely does. The fact I think she's I think she thinks that she not she thinks in a negative way. I think that she's too cool for school. Okay. And it can work for some mocks, mm. but he talks a lot of shit. Yeah, he does. She she does not. No. And I and unless she turns heel or something like that, I just that's the one thing that's keeping her She Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I think yeah. it's keeping her from reaching that that big you got you, oh so you're saying she's got to dig a little deeper right she does she yeah got, she got to connect more yep. is she australian she, she is gotcha she got to connect more she's no she's an excellent wrestler she's nobody's excellent wrestler Looks nobody's cool. saying has she's an not amazing look but i think especially when she was you know uh interim aw women's champion i think she had a problem connecting with the audience and it be it was for the fact that she didn't cut that that pipe bomb promo, or she's she's not Britt Baker, man. No, she's just, she's just not that way. But the same thing and could be said for, for Jamie Hater. Jamie Hater, yeah. she barely talks, but she has this. Her energy's a little better. Her energy's better. She has this uh, this charisma and this aura about her that you cannot teach. You either have or you don't. And she's connected with the crowd organically, and it's it's remarkable to see because sometimes wrestlers get shoved down our throat. It's like. Man, you see him in tons of matches. There are tons of promos, but whatever reason, it's just not clicking and gelling. But going back to Jamie Hader, it's almost been the reverse, where it's like it's less is more. She's connecting with the crowd. You get Jamie Hader chants all the time when she comes out, all the time. She's not 
it's funny too because I thought Britt and Jamie should have broke up and then have them feud, but actually it's kind of working where it's like they're together. Britt is showing Hater the respect, and then Jamie is showing Britt the respect, and you know one's the pillar, one's the killer, which right. I kind of like. And they're not. I think that would have been too predictable if they showed that too early on. I'm glad they're showing this. Britt, they've is, been an excellent tag team. Britt is happy for a friend. If anything, she wants her to succeed even more. And um, she has the full support. Yeah, full support. Um, the only thing that I, the only thing that I, uh, that I've been noticing is Jamie can kind of. Um, Jamie, when Jamie's like knocked out from or, or from the match, Britt will start attacking the opponent because they're still technically a heel faction. Mm. Yes, Britt will attack the Britt and uh, Rebel, not Rebel, will attack the opponent, and then Jamie just kind of just moves off to the side, act like she's like winded from the match. They don't have her doing that anymore because they want her completely over with the crowd. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. They can't get behind her if she's still. A major heel unless yourself Rollins yeah so they're actually kind of like they've been transitioned from you know the heels to the faces now and then you could say uh Soraya Soraya or is gonna and Tony Storm I could see them going to the heel route because you know they haven't really connected with the crowd if they do you know the heel-ish kind of behavior um they might get over a little more but that actual match I got to say right now, man, the AEW's women's division, they need tag team titles. They've been putting out better quality matches than the WWE females for a long time now, man. I think overall from top to bottom, the AEW women's division is better than the WWE's women's division. From top to bottom, like card-wise, I mean, you can stack up whomever from AEW versus WWE, and I think I'm going to take the AEW women's division uh, 9 out of 10 times. Yeah, yeah. But they need... It's funny, too, because the WWE women's division, tag team division, is fucking terrible. It's awful. It's horrendous. It's garbage. It's whatever. It hasn't... It was... Last time it was good was two years ago with Bailey and Sasha Banks. But the division that needs tag team titles that actually put on quality matches, the AEW women's tag team division, they need tag team titles. And actually, it would, it would uh, get people more invested in female wrestling and we're going to talk about more female wrestling when it comes to rampage and ruby soul because man i got a bone to pick with a lot of motherfuckers out there man it's been driving me nuts all day today on twitter and i've, I've been seeing a lot of shit and i i'm I really down with a lot of this stuff man but we're gonna get there uh as soon as we soon yeah we, as we just, can we just have to cover it. so elite defeat the uh the fucking death triangle man and they so Omega, he climbed the ladder, he grabbed the belts, and they are the new tag champs. The are you trio's guys tag champs. Are you guys happy with this outcome? Yes, I am, because I'm a fan of Kenny Omega. And shout out to Kenny Omega, too, because not only did he have a 6.25 star rating match with Will Ospreay at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, that was a great match. 17. It was one of the best matches I think we've ever seen. Not only was it a good match, it's storytelling you know, it wasn't, oh, spot fest here, spot fest there, fast pace, one, two, three, and it was a finish. It was storytelling, too, at its finest. And then they sold uh, sold everything extremely well. Everything had a point to it. It was fast pace. It was uh, high flying, and it was physical. But my point being is Kenny Omega not only had that match, now he had a five-star series with Death Triangle. And I know a lot of people are upset. You know, Kenny Omega and Young Bucks, they always got to have some kind of gold around their waist. They're the EVPs. They pretty much have a say-so. They don't have a say-so, I think, in outcomes of matches. I think Tony Khan has... 
probably 100% a say so on that. But you can't deny how good they are. Kenny Omega, you cannot deny, deny how good he is. You cannot deny how good uh, the Young Bucks are. Um, just because Death Triangle lost, you're not saying they're not as good. There are, they're great, uh, you know, uh, threesome. So it's just like the quality of matches that they put on over the last, you know, what, how long it's been. Every match being different, and this ladder match being the you know, the peak, the pinnacle, the crescendo of their uh, rivalry was an excellent way to top it off, man. I was watching this match. I couldn't even keep up what was going on, man. It was so fast-paced. It was table spot, table spot, lat- just just insane amount of action, and it would seemingly didn't even seem like a long match. And if you guys didn't see it out there, please watch this match and appreciate what these guys have done. Because I don't think we are appreciating what they've done, especially over a seven-match series. Every match specifically had their own story to tell. And I think that's where you know we kind of get lost and we get uh, desensitized to a lot of this stuff. But every single match was completely different. The Young Bucks and Kenny Omega going over and winning their, their, uh, their trios titles I think was a good decision. And, uh, man, it was just an incredible series. And you, almost you want to... You almost want to uh, see it continue. Too bad it's not going to continue because that's going to be the end of it. That was the last match. But fantastic finish, and I, I, I think it was the perfect ending. Um, so I wanted you to get into actually the. I thought it was a. I thought it was an okay match. It wasn't like you know, it wasn't like what we just saw uh, between the Elite and Death Triangle. But it was. I think Ruby Soho finally got a little bit of the spotlight that she deserved. Um, I think she came out looking really good. I think there was a couple areas in that match that I think you might bring up that wasn't so great. Um, but I, all in all, I was happy for Ruby Soho. But how? what, what did you want to say, Neil? Because... So a lot of people were addressing the issue of blood in females wrestling. I'm thinking, okay, let's, let's, let's take a step back here. It's a wrestler bleeding in a street fight match. What is the problem? And you're like, oh, well, it's a woman. Well, what difference does it make? I thought that we were all equal, right? If people are uncomfortable seeing a woman bleed on a television screen. Mm-hmm. This is not the first match we've seen. Britt Baker did it. I was going to say, did Baker get any back- backlash from this? I don't nope. think so. She usually got praised. Man. Nope. What about Thunder Rosa? What about the bunny? Mm-hmm. What about uh, Tay Mello and Anna Jay when they had their match uh, X amount of months ago? That was That was another bloody affair. I didn't see in a lot of heat then. Maybe I missed it. Maybe I missed it. Yeah, but I think so. I, she's I, I, always had a lot of haters, though. That's ex- exactly. So I don't know where this is stemming from. A lot of like these caveman, like nineteen fifties mentality kind of dudes are like, well, I don't want to see a female bleed in the wrestling ring. Well, you're watching wrestling. Well, what are you expecting? Like. I, to me, that mentality doesn't really resonate. It's a street fight. Now, granted, it was on Rampage, and they could have built it up for Dynamite or Pay-Per-View, whatever. It is what it is. They put it on Rampage because that, that's what they booked it as. But my guess is the fact that Ruby Soho was bleeding like a pig out there from the spot with the when uh, Tay Mello stomped on the trash can and she was in the trash can and the cut was really good. It looked great on TV. And I'm pretty certain if you ask Ruby Soho, she was thrilled with it. It, it couldn't have gone better. That was the perfect, which exactly what she wanted and what the uh, females in the match wanted itself. Now, granted, 
the match itself wasn't, you know, a classic. And I got some issues with Tay Mello, man, trying to sell her cringe faces, her trying to sell that spot when she got suplexed, uh, you know, on top of the chairs. She puts her arms down first. And it's just something that bugs me about her. I, I want to see less of her. I don't want to see more from her. Anna Jay, you feel like she's improving. Willow is actually getting better. And I like this version of Willow, too, because... She comes out happy, go lucky. She's smiling, but you saw this kind of like uh, this mean streak, this you know, this harder street style kind of willow uh, that you know. I think uh, people want to see a different side of you when you're a professional wrestler. Um, that spot with Anna J, her uh, power bombing her off the uh, the ramp, completely missing the table. Willow landing on the table and Anna J landing on the floor. That's what people should be talking about because that could have been even more dangerous than Ruby Soho bleeding because Anna J landed on that kind of like floor mat thing, whatever that was, and she landed straight flush on it. I know that was a complete fuck up. She was supposed to land through the table, but Willow overshot it. Happens, whatever. But the fact that for whatever reason, people tend to pick on Ruby Soho for this particular match because I feel like sometimes we have to uh, we have to point our anxiety or hatred at somebody, at something, at some point. And it just seems like you know we're being bullies to Ruby Soho for this one match that was a street fight, which didn't, to me, make any sense. And I don't understand the mentality of a wrestler bleeding in a wrestling match. Mox did it all the time. Guys did it. Flair did it all the time. Now, it's not necessary all the time. You don't need to have a random match on a Dynamite or a Rampage. You know, WWE, they don't do this anymore, so we can't really include them. Uh, New Japan Wrestling, I mean, independent wrestling, they do it all the time. You know, they need people to watch it, so they got to go that little extra step, that little extra mile. But to me, I don't see what the big deal is, and I think you're just singling her out for whatever particular reason. And to me, it doesn't make any sense, but it looked great aesthetically. It looked great on television. And if I was in Ruby Soho's position, I would have been like, that worked out perfectly. Because not only did it look great on television, we won the match. Not only that, people are going to be talking about me and they're going to want to see more of me. That's the whole thing. Now people are going to want to see another Ruby Soho match because she was stuck in catering. Now granted, she was injured. She Her AEW run hasn't been that great, but the whole thing worked out perfectly and I don't understand where people would not agree upon that. Granted, a lot of blood is not a, a lot of people a uh, cup of tea. All right, well, then change the fucking channel. I don't know what to tell you about that. If you're watching wrestling, you don't want to see blood, especially AEW, then you're just up shit's creek then, man. I think the one of the things that we got to ask ourselves, I mean, I'm sorry, you got to ask those people, when they when you see all those comments in the, on, in, on Twitter, Instagram, wherever, you have to ask them when they say, I don't want to see a woman bleeding like that. You have to reply with, so what do you want to see? Yeah. And you have to simply respond with, what do you want to see? Do you want to see the four-minute match on because SmackDown? Because the four-minute matches, um, you get the bikini you get the bikini uh, girls who are showing too much. Oh, this is a kid's show. We should, they shouldn't be showing so much skin. Okay, since when? And then you get, and then you get now. You have the wrestlers. They should act like wrestlers. They should be just as well as the men. They they shouldn't get special treatment. And then now you have exactly. And now you have uh, female wrestlers who are bleeding. Everybody wants. I think that I think that they gotta. I think that they gotta pick what they want. You can't be choosy. Pick what you want. Pick what you want, and and respect the craft. That's what it is. You got to respect the craft, and I think we have two wrestlers who were here on the who, who were here, and they put their body on the line, and one of them. I think gain 
the respect and the attention that she needed and i'm i'm glad she did it and i hope she doesn't apologize for it um oh no if you no don't apologize for it it was a good fucking match and i think that's what you got to leave it as and um because because we because let's 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 just take it all the way back we have fans who are picking and choosing what they want to see and and when they want to see it and then complaining for each complaining whatever direction it goes in so and I hate to say it, man, the fact that, okay, you want women to be elevated and lift. In it. it was the main event. It was the main event. So of, it was supposed to be something. It was the main event. going on. You it, know. Was on, it was on national TV. It's the main event. You got to do something special, man. It, it can't just be another match. Again, it was a street fight that they had a rivalry. It wasn't just something out of the blue, a random match on a dynamite. I believe she was the one who broke her nose, right? Yeah. 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 So it. it it made sense the spot made sense it wasn't out of the blue or out of the ordinary so it's like all right well you want women to be equal you want them to get as much shine as the men do and then when they do it oh no that's bad women shouldn't blank like give me a break man sometimes the women we talk about women's wrestling a lot man and sometimes i feel like their their matches and uh, their innovation sometimes can be better than the men. The men seem to be just, they could do half the amount of the women but get more respect than yeah. the female wrestlers. And that, that's kind of a problem. We got we to gotta break away from that, man. I don't know what's blocking us from truly accepting that women can actually wrestle. Now, granted, you're not going to do that spot every other week. It was a lot of blood. I get it. People get turned off about that. But under the circumstances for that specific match, it worked perfectly, and I wouldn't change a thing. Well, congratulations to both ladies on putting on a great match. Yeah, right. I, I, you know, just to wrap the show up, my my quick personal opinion on it, it's not like that it was some light tube fest. It wasn't some BS indie shit. Because, yeah, that part, I hate the light tubes. I hate all the extra shit. That it gets don't, overdone. It, don't, yep. it doesn't mean anything, you know? Yeah. But I think a lot of these, and I'm going to call them marks, a lot of these guys, they have to understand that professional wrestling is an art form based on real combat. So all because they're women doesn't mean that they don't bleed. It's a fucking fight. It's a match. And it was yep. weapons and shit. Yep. Someone's bound to get busted open. Hell, yep. every fight, someone bleeds a little bit 99% of the time. So if you want a realistic type of match, if you want wrestling to not break kayfabe if you want it to be real then shut the fuck up and give them the props because it's hard as fuck and i guarantee 99 percent of you won't do it yourselves so that's my opinion because i sure there you go all right anyway all right we'll see you guys in the next one um do all the ratings and shit and i will see you in wednesday night walker